0: The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. We tend to think of our Victorian ancestors as a bunch of old fuddy duddies, especially those living in steely respectability in the Isle of Man. We don't see them as giving way to fun and frolic, to partying, to drinking and dancing with abandon into the pearly light of the dawn. But it seems they actually did know how to unbutton their waistcoats and loosen their stays when the occasion arose, as it did a hundred and sixty years ago when Mr. John Stenhouse Goldie Torman, heir to the nunnery mansion house and estates, celebrated his twenty-first birthday. John was the eldest of the four sons of the late Colonel Goldie Torman and his coming of age would make him the head of what was the grandest family in the Isle of Man, as well as master of the nunnery, to be known to many people as the Squire of Douglas. He had been educated at Eton, and left at the age of eighteen. After this he spent three weeks travelling the world, before returning to the Isle of Man for his twenty-first birthday, and several days of celebration. Of course, for a family like the Goldie Taubmans, it was incumbent upon them to think first of the poor people of Douglas. They were treated to a celebratory feast of beef, potatoes, bread, and beer. The nunnery servants and estate tenants were similarly entertained. It was also thought for the children of Douglas. Nearly 1,700 of them, including those from the Barrack Street Ragged School, were entertained by a conjurer in a marquee set up in the Nunnery grounds, and given currant buns and lemonade. There were also flags and bunting all over Douglas, cannons were fired, and a huge bonfire was built on Carnane on top of Douglas Head, which was all part of the Nunnery estate. But the final celebration was to be the big one. It was held in the Nunnery Mansion House on the evening of January the twenty eighth, eighteen fifty-nine and it was reserved for the quality of the Isle of Man. All the best families were invited to a grand ball, with the guest list headed by the Lieutenant Governor, the Honourable Charles Hope. First there was a polite reception, but that didn't last long. Then the Douglas Town Band struck up, and it was on with the dance, with waltzes and polkas and the lancers, until at midnight it was supper time with a huge feast laid out, and champagne corks firing off salvos like artillery on all sides. And then came the toasts, which was the time for the serious drinking, starting with the toast to Queen Victoria, followed by many others, and all of these were drunk with great gusto. After that it was back to the dance. Now they pushed the furniture back to make proper room for everybody. The band played on and on, the guests whirled around the floor tirelessly, and it was not until seven o'clock the next morning that the last of them went home. It was after this that Mr. John Senhouse Goldie Taubman settled down to his bounden duty. He gained election to the House of Keys, became speaker, like his father, grandfather, and great-grandfather before him. Finally he was knighted in 1897. He died the following year. Nowadays things are decidedly different at the nunnery. It has been transformed into the International Business School, part of the UCM. You have to wonder if its classrooms sometimes echo to the ghostly gaiety of those days now long gone. Gentlemen quaffing champagne, ladies in their crinolines, and long nights of dancing and feasting, and, of course, drinking. I, for one, certainly hope so.